Twas a night in November before Radio Thon. Glenn and Jen, busy hustling, the big show soon would be on. Jemmy lie awake, her mind was all hazy, not sure what she'd sign up for. These horse people are crazy. With Jamie and Wendy and all of the hosts, listeners will call in and the winners will boast. A time to chime in about our favorite horsey gifts from horse lovers, weather beta, and a shoulder relief girth that fits. Twelve hours of laughter, equines and fun, and at the end a grand prize when Horse Nation is done. We all thank HRN for the hours of cheer, enjoying one another as Christmas draws near. Happy Radiothon, everyone, and Merry Christmas. And that was Auditor Nicole. Welcome to Hour 3, the dressage hour of the Horse Radio Network 12-hour live holiday radiothon by Weatherbeta, with additional support by Horselovers.com, Kentucky Performance Products, and Total Saddle Fit. This 12-hour holiday event is fueled by Delahest Coffee, the official coffee sponsor of Radiothon. I am Glenda Geek, and with me in the studio in Ocala, Florida's host of the driving radio show, Dr. Wendy Ying, and we are your MCs for the entire 12 hours. Welcome to Hour 3 of Radiothon 2017. This hour, we're joined by the hosts of the Dressage Radio Show, Reese Koffler, Stanfield, and Philip Parks. Welcome, guys. Hi. Hi, everybody. Merry Christmas. How is the Radiothon Merry going? Christmas. Good. We're having fun. I got to I got to let a little cat out of the bag here for everybody. <laughs> Philip, I got to thank you right away for for joining us today because he had to change his travel plans to Australia for two weeks and leave later in the day so he could be here. So everybody should appreciate the fact that Philip is here right now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's going to be pretty good, but had to book a, a later flight and, uh, and make it work. And, and it's, uh, it's pretty good. I had to bring the excitement to the most exciting hour, you know, the dressage hour. <laughs> yes, Phil. It's everybody's most it. exciting phase of eventing. I know that uh, for sure. Yeah, everyone's favorite. <laughs> everybody's favorite. But we're talking food today. How can we go wrong there, Reese? I know. I know. We'll have to tell the story on why we're actually doing that. Yes, we, we'll, we'll, story. we'll definitely do that. Let me get uh, through the uh, stuff here at the beginning. You know, the live feed is available. If you're listening uh, on a computer, you can also listen on your phone, HRN, the phone app. Just search for Horse Radio Network. We have a phone app. There's a live button right up there. Now, you probably want to listen to Wi-Fi unless you have a lot of data. Um, also, we have a, what now left. We have... 10 hours left of incredible guests, $4,000 in prizes. We've already given away some of them. And, of course, the theme this year is your ultimate horsey Christmas gift, past, present, or future. Give us a call to be entered for the prizes. That's how you have to enter to win. It's 435-272-1997. And Wendy's going to tell us what the prizes are for this hour. And then we have a caller. We'll get to a caller right away. All right. This hour, we have three great prizes. The first one is the most revolutionary girth on the market today, the short Shoulder Relief Girth by Total Saddle Fit is worth $150. And we're also giving away another $50 gift certificate from Horselovers.com, your home for all your horsey holiday shopping. And we have a dressage performance pack by Kentucky Performance Products worth $175. Kentucky Performance Products is the longest running sponsor on the Horse Radio Network. So thank you, Kentucky Performance Products. Very good. Let's do this. Let's uh, let's go right to a caller. We have Diane on here. Hi, Diane. Good morning. Merry Christmas. Well, good morning and Merry Christmas to you, Glenn, and to Wendy. 
Merry Christmas to you. So, Diane, where are you calling from? I am calling from Tavares. I used to be your neighbor up there in DeMillon, but we've moved down to Tavares. Okay, that's Florida for everybody that's wondering where that is. (laughs) 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 We're nice and toasty warm down here today for all of you that are freezing your butts off. Uh, (laughs) It's not so toasty warm here. It's relatively warm anyway. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Warmer Mm -hmm. than Reese and Philip are. Philip's a little chilly up there. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a beautiful, beautiful weekend. It's going to be in the 60s here today, so I can't really complain at the oh, moment. Yeah. Perfect riding weather. Exactly. It really is. To, if you're not listening, well, see, you, you could take, you know, your mobile phone and listen to radio That's right. while you're riding. <laughs> exactly. With your headsets on. <laughs> I'm, sure we have, I'm sure we have a lot of people doing that. All right. Real quick here, uh, <laughs> Diane, what is your ultimate uh, Christmas gift? My ultimate Christmas gift I actually already have because um, uh, a number of years, well, as growing up, I read the Black Stallion books and King of the Wind and all that and fell in love with the Arabian Stallion. And, um, oh gosh, 12 years ago, I uh, walked into a stall and uh, the Arabian Stallion came in. He wasn't black, but he was chestnut and he kind of looked at me like, well, it took you long enough to find me. <laughs> and uh, he he didn't stay a day a stallion because I wasn't looking for a stallion. I was just looking for a horse and, of course, couldn't afford an Arabian for many, many years until I realized, hey, the prices went down. And I uh, saw an ad in the paper that said um, you know, they were just trying to find homes for their horses and because uh, they had some issues, uh, financial and health issues, and we're trying to find good homes, and talked to the lady for about a half hour, and she said, oh, yes, you know, I I love Arabians just the same way you do, and um, went out to see them, and it was just literally love at first sight. I'm like, oh, my God, I found my heart horse, and his name is Holly Fire, and I still have him. He's 29 years old. And he's he's still going strong, and I just um, I'm very blessed to have him in my life every single day because he's the oh. best. Uh, well, best there's the ultimate Christmas got. gift right there, right? Uh, you know, that's the, the that is like the ultimate Christmas gift. I think that's every horse girl's dream ultimate Christmas <laughs> gift right there. So, yes, you about described yeah. it right there, one shot. Is well, he getting anything from Cyber Monday? That's all I gotta ask. Is he getting a present? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I wish he was, but he never goes without. <laughs> okay, <fair laughs> he gets presents every day. Every day's Christmas. Bye, fair Diane. Enough. Thank my you. Fiance, my fiance looks at me and I'm like, well, it's for fire. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how we, Diane, none of us can have a happy holiday. Bye, Diane. You too. Bye bye. Thanks for calling. Yeah. So you guys, you know, what is yours? What's your ultimate Christmas gift? Uh, Philip? Um, I'm, I'm still waiting for someone to buy me a horse. <laughs> you know, when I was growing up, I always got like, my mom was like, oh, we kind of found this horse. We needed to save him. You can, you can ride him. And so I, I went through a whole number of, of horses. I don't think I've really been able to, you know, go out and just buy a horse for me. So uh, one day that'll happen, maybe. If, if you really stop taking trips for two weeks to Australia, you probably could afford one. <laughs> well, that's also the thing. Yeah, that's also the thing. Uh, <laughs> and other things. And, you know, yeah. and I do a lot of riding on other people's horses. So 
Um, maybe just the time to have my own horse. That would be nice, too. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody's ultimate Christmas gift is more hours in a day, right? Yeah, more, for, yeah, horses. More, yeah. for horses. Yeah. Reese, how about you? Well, you know, I've, I've been thinking about this. I was like, gosh, what? I remember my sister got a really cool, she got a pony for Christmas. And I was like, what have I gotten? Um, but I have really wonderful memories of growing up on a farm and Christmas. Like, we had a blast. We had so much fun. We'd always ride on Christmas Day. And, uh, you know, we'd get up early, do the horses, come back in, you know, kind of have breakfast and open presents and, uh, you know, have hot chocolate and ride. So I have really good ones. But uh, I haven't even told Phil. I I am uh, vetting a little little yearling, uh, which is probably a bad idea, on Wednesday. So I think I may be giving myself an ultimate Christmas gift this year. <laughs> I may be giving myself a little filly. Yeah, so we'll funny. see. So this may be my ultimate Christmas gift to myself. To yourself. <laughs> the best gifts are always from yourself, right? So I'm hoping everyone will be ready on Cyber Monday getting my new little 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 girl presents because... <laughs> I will not be getting anything. Her, hers is she's coming to live here. That's her present. So. <laughs> well, we, we're going to think good thoughts for you. Thanks. <laughs> It'll so, be fun. Well, now we're going we're gonna to hear from our title sponsor. And after that, we have a guest coming up that uh, is going to take us a little international, I think. So let's do that right now. I'm Lisa from Weathervita, and you're listening to the third annual Horse Radio Network Holiday Radiothon. My ultimate horsey Christmas gift would be the Collegiate Integrity Mono Flap Dressage Saddle. Happy holidays from all of us at Weathervita. Looking for a blanket that provides protection as well as freedom of movement? Then check out the Weatherbeater Premier Free Range. These blankets are available in both detached necks and standard necks and in fun colorways. More importantly, this blanket has features to provide added visibility in the field. If you enjoy a morning hack but your horse is less motivated to leave the field, look for a blanket that provides reflective strips. The Premier Free has reflective gussets and a full wrap tail flap, which is a two-piece design that wraps around the horse's hindquarters. It shields them from the winter elements while also providing visibility with reflective pieces built into the design. To learn more about this range and to add it to your wish list, check out weatherbeta.com. That's weatherbeta.com. Well, for our first guest on the Radiothon Hour for the Dressage Radio Show, we are honored to have USEF National Young Horse Coach and Bronze Medalist, Team Medalist in 2000 Sydney Olympics, Christine Trowig on the show. Christine, welcome. Thank you for having me. Happy holidays to all. We are curious, Christine, a little bit about your holiday traditions. Um, you know, where will you be spending the holidays this year and, and what's your normal um, plan and what's your normal situation? The normal situation is I love to be home for the holidays. I love to be uh, with my kids. My kids are grown up. They're actually adults. I know that, but they will <laughs> always be my kids. And I love to be with them in our house. We have four dogs. I love to be close to the barn so that on Christmas Day I can go see the horses. And uh, that is just our tradition. It's very cozy, very homey. I was born and raised in Germany, so Christmas is very much about family and uh, not so much about the commercial aspect at all. Uh, Christmas Eve is a big deal where you have a beautiful meal and you sit together and um, spend time with each other. And then uh, on uh, Christmas morning in my family with my kids, um, we always have a Christmas brunch. 
more so than we have another big Christmas dinner because we do the, do that on Christmas Eve. Um, but uh, it's a slow morning with a present and then a big brunch that goes on for hours. <laughs> Let me I'm going you to your her house. Hours. I'm going to I your know. house. Let's I'm all really just, what's that address you. again? It's all arriving at your house on Christmas morning. It sounds great, yeah, actually. I'm in. I, I love it. It's, it's really, really, um, it's really, really neat. I love it. I look forward to it every year. And, uh, do you I do the cooking? I have to ask, do you do the cooking? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Are there any I dishes from Germany? Are there any? What's your, yeah. What's your, what, what do you make for brunch? And normally on, uh, for brunch? Or, okay, or Christmas now, Eve. We'll start with Christmas Eve. What do you, what do you make for Christmas Eve? Oftentimes on Christmas Eve, I make a filet mignon and with, um, with uh, fried mushrooms and onions. String beans, mashed potatoes, and for dessert we have strudel with a hot vanilla sauce. That is a typical German German um, uh, dish, mm-hmm. you know, okay. for dessert. The <laughs> Definitely coming strudel. for so, Christmas too. Yeah, we have <laughs> absolutely we have that, and then oftentimes later we have hot chocolate with Bailey's and marshmallows. I do have a question about Germany. Really growing up, were there horses involved in your life when you were a kid? Always. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, always. I was born and raised on a farm in Germany, and uh, I think I um, I was in a horse's stall before I could even walk. My mom used to say I would find every which way to crawl into a horse's stall, <laughs> um, either via bales of hay, then roll myself into the feed trough, and then roll out onto the other side into the horse's stall. Always. I mean, I cannot think of a day where a horse was not in my life. And uh, uh, as you can imagine, you know, the, the way the farms were in those olden days is, you know, when you walked out of uh, the den of the house, you would walk right away into the big den of the farmhouse where the um, animals were stabled. So when I would walk out of the house, they were I was directly in the horse barn, you know. So, And there was always a big tradition on Christmas Eve. Um, that I would uh, clean out the whole barn and all the broodmares and manes were brushed and groomed and uh, the babies, everybody was spick and span and the barn was spick and span. I loved that. I worked on it all day long on (laughs) Christmas Eve. And then at night they would get apples and carrots and uh, a big mash and uh, just a Christmas dinner. I always called it a Christmas dinner. So that was always the most fun fun time for me. As, and I did it for years, not only when I was a little kid. Up until I came to the United States in 1982, I would do that. That was my thing to do for the horses in the barn. I'm not going to lie. I, I still do that. <laughs> I still go in there. Yeah, I still make them a special dinner. I'm not going to lie on Christmas. And in our, our house, we always said that the horses uh, talked at midnight. And I'm not going to say that I don't sit by the door when it, uh, you know, the window of my stable because I my apartment's in the barn. So I, I'm not going to say I still don't, you know, try to hear what they say at midnight on Christmas Eve. I'm just saying. So what traditions, um, you know, German traditions have you, did you pass to your children? With that being such a wonderful time, did you, did you give the same kind of traditions to your children or how did that work? I, I think I do. Um, as much as that is possible uh, here um, in, uh, in America. Because you see, in, um, 
In Germany, the stores close at a decent hour on Christmas Eve because Christmas Eve is really is really the main thing. Christmas Eve is is the main thing about Christmas. So, um, and uh, for my kids and myself, I always say, okay, now we're all going to try to be home between five and six, you know, and just mm-hmm. get our days done. Um, and no more shopping, no more mm-hmm. shopping until midnight or 11 o'clock, nothing. So let's mm-hmm. be, try to be home at a decent hour and then we'll just, you know, we get ready and we have our meal and then we sit and maybe watch a movie and we just hang out. It's really beautiful in the living room with the dogs all sitting with us and it's um, a very, very, very special evening, and we keep it that way. They know that Christmas Eve is, to me and to them, as important as it was all my life to me when I lived in Germany. So, yeah, I think that tradition is most certainly passed on. Oh, that's awesome. That's wonderful. So we have to ask, for every, all of our guests, we're asking, what is your ultimate Christmas horsey gift, past, present, or future? What is your ultimate horsey gift? Well, when I was little, and uh, I started, of course, riding on ponies um, bareback. I never had a saddle Mm -hmm. in those days. Me and my little sister, we rode the pony bareback. There was no formal education. It was just kind of like just have fun and ride, and we would have a blast with that. And... uh, uh, when I was 12 years old, you had to be 12 because, before you could attend German riding school. So then in the summer, um, summer vacation, uh, during um, school breaks, I would go to the riding school. And that course was for one month. So it was already then, I still didn't have a saddle. But, you know, the riding school, of course, provided this, uh, the school horses as well as the saddle. So. But I was so proud that I had a pair of rubber riding boots. I <laughs> thought that was just so cool. So when Christmas came around, I wanted a saddle so bad. I, I cannot even <laughs> tell you. So on Christmas Eve uh, in Germany, that is when, you know, there is the uh, exchange of gifts. And when, you, when we were little and younger, you know, it was always, you know, Santa Claus, of course, at that time when I was 12 years old, I didn't mm-hmm. believe in Santa Claus anymore. But that your biggest wish was fulfilled. There was no, there was no guarantee for it, you know. Oh, so, yeah. And I remember, and I remember mm-hmm. that very Christmas that my mom and dad had got me a saddle, a Steuben, okay? Mm-hmm. My first massage saddle. Uh, and... Uh, and so the evening went on and on. And so we were four children. I have two sisters and a brother. Mm-hmm. And we all opened our gifts. And mom and dad got their gifts. And there was no saddle. Oh. And it went on and on and on. And so finally mom said, she said, Christine, I really think you need to look under the table. And I said, hey, under the table. So anyways, I did. And there was the saddle. That was the <laughs> ultimate gift, <laughs> and ever. And then um, for a horsey gift um, for my kids, um, they always, you know, their father and I, we always try to have them in horses, and they had their pony, and 
Um, and both of them had a pony. And then as Tasha got a little older, she got a little bigger horse and, you know, and so forth. And, uh, but one year, I had this idea that I don't know why, but I got my daughter a miniature pony reeling. So I could pick it up in my <laughs> SUV. In the oh. back seat of my SUV. <laughs> so when I showed up with that, I mean, it was, it was totally huge. And it had a red ribbon in the mane and on the tail. And uh, so it ended up just being just kind of like a little mascot, I have to say, you know. But it was just, I mean, you could pick it up and carry it around like a, like a, like a German Shepherd puppy almost, you know. That's so. I think those two things I will always remember. I bet you that and little guy piaffed and passaged with the best of them, too. <laughs> and then when it got older, my daughter started training it, and of course it had to lunge, and it had to follow her everywhere. <laughs> it was hilarious. It was hilarious. And they are very stubborn, you know? Yeah, they are. They are yeah. yeah, they have a bit of an attitude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. But it was adorable. So I, those two... Um, those, those are pretty two ultimate cousins, guests. I think. Those yeah, are pretty ultimate Christmas that gifts. That's pretty fun. Oh, I love it. Well, Christine, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your Christmas memories and what you do for Christmas. And uh, if anybody needs to find information about the Young Horse Program, contact Hannah Nabilski at the USCF, and she can help you along with Christine. So, Christine, thank you so much. Yeah, and, we hope think, and I would like to encourage everybody, you know, if you need to get in touch with me, you find me on Facebook. Never hesitate. I'm always open and happy to help with any questions anybody might have. Fantastic. Thank you, well, Christine. Thank you Merry so Christmas. Christine. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays and happy new year. I love hearing how traditions are so different in other countries, right? I mean, I love hearing about that. You are listening to the third hour of the third annual Holiday Radiothon. It's the Dressage Hour. We have Reese and Philip, host of the Dressage Radio Show at dressageradio.com. Well, Philip, you have a caller. We have a caller, I think, from the West Coast. Is Karen there? Do we have her? Good morning. How are you Hi, guys? Karen. Yeah, we're, we're doing in, really in the, great. We're in the very, we're in the very, very west. Just about ready to have our uh, good winter storm coming in. I just wanted to call and tell you uh, I love the Josiah's radio show as well as all the rest of them. But it's so much fun to connect with you guys. You're like family, whether you know it or not. And um, my very best holiday gift every year. Is probably quite unusual, but it's a barn full of hay so that I can uh, get through uh, the winter and not have to worry about feeding my, my critters. Yeah. And, um, and so every year, it, it's like, it's, I always say that a barn full of hay is better than money in the bank because <laughs> yeah, at least, it's you know, true. You're, prepared, you're prepared for winter. And we I, have winters like, like you get, uh, Bill, uh, we get really bad snow here where I'm at because I'm in the mountains in eastern Oregon, not not by the coast where you think it rains all the time, but because it doesn't here. <laughs> and um, yeah, yeah. Uh, But yeah, a barn full of hay. That's it. Oh, that's a good one. Well, Karen, I hey, hope do, you don't do get Do you do your own hay? Do you, do you have to... Yes, um... actually, 
Yeah, yeah, we do actually. We've got uh, forty acres of, of hay ground and grow extremely good alfalfa hay. Oh, she's just bragging um, now. She's just bragging, bragging, bragging yeah. right now. Oh, girl, All of us people in Florida paying forty dollars a bale for hay, we're a little jealous, to be honest. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I I know. Every time you talk about that, Glenn, I think how really fortunate I am to be able to do this. You know, I've got pasture for my horses, so they're out and and live a fairly normal life, if you can call, uh, you know, having a 10-acre pasture uh, is much more normal than having to live in a stall. And um, and yet I do, I have a small indoor that I can ride in in the winter and, and a bigger indoor or bigger outdoor, you know, regular standards I bring. So, I yeah, my husband spoils me very, very much. But he well, you better keep him. Oh, that's lovely. You're worth it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. A a little farm in the mountains. That's a beautiful idea. Yeah. Yeah, well, Karen, thank you so much for for calling us. And uh, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Bye, Karen. Thank you. Bye. (laughs) Have a lovely winter. Yeah. Do you think she could send some of the hay our way or what? Because oh, she <laughs> I think she's keeping it in her own barn. Yeah, you know? I don't think she's sharing that so. hay. <laughs> I know that all sharing. about that. You know, people who harvest their own hay, and they, it's a very stressful time in the mm-hmm. summer when when you want to get it off, and it can't rain for three or four days, and um, oh, and then it's know, very stressful people... in your back when you're putting it up. The whole thing is stressful. Let's do this. Let's hear from some of our listeners. You want to hear your voicemail package? Yes. All right. I have this word from our terrific sponsor of the Dressage Radio Show, Kentucky Performance Products. You muck out his stall every day. You toss him hay and feed him his grain with just the right supplements mixed in. You adjust his blankets to keep him comfortable. And you always make sure he has enough fresh water. Before you ride, you brush off all the dirt and notice every bump or scratch. As you train, you feel every stride and notice each swivel of his ears as he listens to your aids. After you ride, you pause for a hug because your relationship is what it's really all about. The feeling you get when you hug your horse is priceless. It's why we do what we do at Kentucky Performance Products. This feeling is brought to you by Nalox Advanced. Fight back against colic and digestive upset. Nalox Advanced provides a scientifically advanced blend of ingredients that work synergistically to maintain your horse's digestive tract in peak condition. The horse that matters to you matters to us. You have reached the Horse Radio Network voicemail line. Please leave your voicemail after the tone. I'm Stephanie from Horselovers.com. Enjoy these holiday voicemails from listeners throughout the world, brought to you by Horselovers.com. Hi, everybody. This is Celeste from Virginia. I'm calling to wish everyone at the Horse Radio Network a Merry Christmas, and I have a little song for the Hit'em Crew. On the twelfth day of Christmas, my horse husband gave to me... 12 squeezy buns, 11 tubs of Nalax, 10 easy signs, 9 ovation breeches, 8 tax store gift cards, 7 biotic, 8 pack, 6 back on track wraps, 5 flex and forks, 4 heated buckets, 3 barn cats, 2 puppy dogs, and a weather beater blanket. 
Happy Radiothon. Hi, Glenn and the gang. This is Bailey from Colorado, and my ultimate horsey Christmas gift was something that I bought for myself last month, my new horse. I adopted her, and we are having so much fun. Have a wonderful holiday. This is Deb Fry in Shawnee, Kansas. I was kind to wish everybody at Horse Radio Network a Merry Christmas. And I wanted to say for you a poem, The Littlest Christmas Tree, written by Amy Peterson. The littlest Christmas tree lived in a meadow of green among family of tall evergreens. He learned how to whisper the evergreen song with the slightest of whim that came gently along. He watched as the birds made a home out of twigs and couldn't wait till he too was big. For all the trees offered a home, the maple, the pine, and the oak, who's so strong. I hate being little, the little tree said. I can't even turn colors like the maple turned red. I can't help the animals like the mighty old oak. He shelters them all in his wide, mighty cloak. The older tree said, Why, little tree, you don't know. The story of a mighty king from the land with no snow. Little tree questioned, A land with no snow? Yes, said the old tree, A very old story from so long ago. A star appeared, giving great light, over a manger on a long winter's night. A baby was born, a king of all kings, and with him comes love over all things. He lived in a country all covered in sand and laid down his life to save all of man. Little tree thought of the gift given by him. Then the big tree said with the happiest grin, We're not just trees, but a reminder of that day. There's a much bigger part of a role that we play. For on Christmas Eve, my life I'll lay down in exchange for a happier, loving ground. The gift that we give is ourselves limb for limb, the greatest of honor in memory of him. A swelling of pride came over the tree. Can all this happen because of just me? Can I really bring honor by adorning a home, by reminding mankind that he's never alone? With this thought, Little Tree began singing with glee, happy and proud to be a true Christmas tree. You can still hear them singing, even the smallest in height, singing of Christmas in that one holy night. Thanks for all you do. Have a great day, guys. My favorite Christmas memory is riding with my mama. My mom taught me how to ride starting in the womb, and she also taught me how to yodel. Hey there, this is Tammy Swanson. This is my first Radiothon, and this is my entry. Tis the night after Radiothon, and all through the barns, not a podcast was playing, only deserving yawns. Winners chosen, others broken-hearted they fear. Such opportunities won't come again for a year. Mm-hmm. 
When out in the pasture there arose such a clatter, Glenn sprung from his nap to see what was the matter. Away to the barn, Jen flew like a flash, tore open the gates, slipped in some bran mash. When what to their wondering eyes did appear but Dr. Windying with four in hand reindeer. They sprung to the computer to see if there were chatter, spoke not a word, but broke open wine and crackers. They heard Wendy exclaim as she bid good night, call me an Uber, these aren't broke drunk, dear tonight. Be sure to check out the Holiday Countdown 50 Days of Christmas section at horselovers.com. Every day from mid-November to the end of December, they add amazing new deals of the day. Go right now and sign up for the email list so you're the first to know about the deals and or visit the pages every day to see the amazing specials that Horse Lovers is adding. There's a special URL just for Radiothon listeners as well. Go to horselovers.com slash HRN. That's horselovers.com slash HRN. Get your amazing deals for all 50 days of Christmas. (laughs) I did not see the yodel coming, did you? Me neither. That was amazing. That made my mind. That was awesome. It just was so often conscious. He had southern accent, and all of a sudden, yeah. It's pretty amazing. Our <laughs> listeners are amazing. so talented. They really are. That's awesome. If you're missing any hours of the show, the first two hours are up. We're putting all the recorded hours out on the Horses in the Morning feed and also Horse Radio Network's All Shows feed. And also, you can find a player at HolidayRadiothon.com on the homepage. You'll see all the players there. Well, Reese used to join us the way Reese started with the Horse Radio Network many, 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 many years ago, because she's really old, is she, <laughs> she started uh, doing oh, no. a recipe with re and I can say that because I'm one of her best friends. Um, it's true. Besides Philip, um, she did a recipe with Reese on the Horses in the Morning show. Started doing recipes for us, and then she got her own show and forgot all about us and disappeared and never came back. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> He's rough this morning, <laughs> but he she's, really is. Yeah, really what's going on? Seen him earlier. Ooh, yeah, you're lucky. Yeah, we yeah, opened dang. the champagne. Um, so. <laughs> Reese, you're going to do a recipe for us. Like we're going to talk food a little bit. It is the holidays, right? It is. And yes, that's exactly how I started. I didn't know I was actually interviewing for my own show at the time, but I had an interview and happened to mention I like to cook. So that is one of my things. I I really enjoy cooking. And my husband, Travis, uh, is happy, most of the time, participant in in the eating. So I've got a great recipe today. It's super simple, which, uh, you know, I like. I make this recipe actually for the holidays because my brother-in-law, I'm the dessert girl and my brother-in-law doesn't like pumpkin pie. Uh, so I make this for him. And sometimes I'll even make this on a Sunday afternoon. Um, so it's called Barbara Bush's Apple Crisp with Orange Juice. And it's out of one of my favorite books called Creating a Stir. And Creating a Stir is a local um, cookbook. And it's great because the ladies of the medical auxiliary they've tested all the recipes and if you do what they say typically it will come out fairly fairly well so that's good so you start with four cups of peeled and sliced tart apples i will say i have not peeled them at times and it comes out 
great as well if you don't have a lot of time. A quarter cup of orange juice can be fresh squeezed. One cup of sugar. Three quarters of a cup of all-purpose flour. A half a teaspoon of ground cinnamon, or I like to just dump some in. Or a quarter teaspoon of ground nutmeg. A dash of salt. And a third cup of butter cut into pieces. So super easy. You slice the apples. Put them in a a bottom of a buttered dish and you pour your orange juice over your apples so they don't turn brown and you combine the sugar flour cinnamon nutmeg and salt in a bowl and then you cut in the butter with a fork or pasty pastry blender until crumbly and then you sprinkle that over the apples you put it in a preheated oven of 375 for 45 minutes or until the apples are tender and the topping is crisp and you serve with warm um uh, we like ice cream and whipped cream, but you can also just do whipped cream. So it's really good. That and sounds really, really good. The orange it's juice really adds simple. the twist, doesn't it? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, and I sometimes, if I'm getting crazy, I, I will add a little orange zest in there, and it's delicious. So uh, I just like it because you pretty much always have those ingredients in your house. So uh, if I'm fe- feeling like, oh, I want to do a nice dessert, super simple. So, And it comes out great every time. And Reese lives at such and such uh, street in Lexington, Kentucky, and you can go get yours today. For all the live <laughs> yes. listeners right now, she's uh, yes. inviting you over. Yeah. She's making it right <laughs> well, now. <laughs> yeah, today i got to work some horses and head to the university to teach, teach but maybe tomorrow. Okay, tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow we'll do that. We'll send everybody who's interested. Just email yeah, me, and I'll send you her address so you can go Actually, visit her. Actually, we love it. We love it when people – we have had listeners stop by the farm to come, and uh, I love meeting everybody. I think Phil does too. It's it's really the perk of our job. Uh, the funny, the funniest is when people will, will be teaching or something at a ring, and I'll have somebody look at me and like – you can tell they're like, is that her? <laughs> so and they hear my voice and they're like, wait a minute, we we know who that is. It's really funny. So I always enjoy when people come say hi. That that really is fun for both Phil and I. We uh, I always at Rolex when I'm waiting in line to get food and I'm talking to somebody, I'll have somebody behind me say, are you Glenn? You know, you're right. Yeah. You get that look first, like yeah, you know, weird look. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, <laughs> yes, it's me. I I know the look now. I think Phil does too. You're like, yeah, that's us. Well, that, we love it. That does sound yeah. really good and really simple to make. So, uh, yeah, I hey. hope everybody enjoys. We'll we'll get that up on. We can get that up on the Facebook page. I'm sure once Glenn gets organized, <laughs> we'll, yeah. we'll send that. We'll put that recipe up on the Dressage Radio Facebook page for sure. And Reese, you know, you didn't want to be alone in giving out a recipe today. No. So we no. enlisted the help of one of our auditors. Uh, so you have Janelle on the line. Hi, Janelle. Thanks for joining us on the Cooking with Reese segment. Hi, Reese. It's awesome to be talking to you. <laughs> I'm super excited to hear it. This recipe is so right up my alley. So tell us, what, what do you have for us this year? Well, this is my mother's Lepsa recipe. My mom is Norwegian, and it's one of the nice Norwegian recipes. There's not so nice ones like lutefisk. That is like a <laughs> fish pudding. That's disgusting. It doesn't even sound good. The name <laughs> doesn't even sound good. Awesome. No. <laughs> it's horrid. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Lux is awesome. So I was going to let you all in on how she made that. Well, tell us, how did she make them? Because it sounds amazing and I want to make them right now. Oh, yeah. It's real easy. You just take a pound of potatoes and you just cut them up like you're going to make mashed potatoes. You know, peel them and cut them and put them in. You boil them in some salted water for about 15 minutes. And then you drain them and you mash them. 
and then you just add a quarter cup of butter and a quarter cup of cream. And you mix that together with a little half teaspoon of salt. And then after that's done, you just let it get cold. Uh, You can just set it out until it's cool enough to go in the fridge. But you want it to be cold when you're working on it to make the actual less up. So when the potatoes are cold, you get a cup of flour. And I get a little extra just in case they're a little wet. You know, sometimes you have to add a little extra flour. So you knead them into a smooth ball with the flour. And then you portion them out. You can make 16 portions that are 6 to 8 inches around, or you can make 8 portions that are 10 to 12 inches around. I like to do the 12-inch ones because that's how big my griddle is. (laughs) Um, So then you uh, portion them out, however many you need, and roll them with a rolling pin. But I know who I'm talking to, uh, horse people, so I'm saying if you don't have a rolling pin, use a wine bottle. Then yes. We... Can, can we have sampled the wine? I love it. Can we? Can can it be a half full bottle of wine? <laughs> sure. Yes. It'll get lighter. And yeah, lighter because there ain't any full bottles um, of wine at Reese's house. It's all. Just... <laughs> no, no, not around the holidays. Come on. That's what it's for. <laughs> Mine either. <laughs> I'm the same way. So I have a griddle. It was actually my mother's griddle, but you can just use a frying pan. But uh, a cast iron griddles perfect for this and you put it on medium high heat and let it get good and hot and you take a little you know how you get your fingers wet and kind of splash it onto the griddle to see if it sizzles so when it when the water sizzles well then your pan is ready so you just uh take a flat one and put it out and onto the griddle for uh cook it about one or two minutes and flip it over now i can do it with my fingers but a lot of people i would not to touch a hot griddle with your fingers so take maybe a fork the traditional norwegian way is to get a little dowel stick and flip it you know try to roll it on the dowel stick and flip it over but um you just flip make sure that there's like some little brown speckles you know where it's cooked on on the griddle um the brown speckles are on the left, of course. <laughs> um, and then you take take one off and you put put it on a clean dish towel, and then you just keep you make one after the other until you're done. What is this? And, um, is this close to potato pancakes that we would know as potato? It pancakes? is a lot like potato. It really Somewhere, is. Yes, it's yeah. real flat though. The, it looks like a tortilla. Okay. Yes, it looks like a tortilla. What a delicious just, buttery um, tortilla. Uh, Butter yes, ma'am. You put some oh. good butter on it. Yes, yes. Mm. And you roll it up and you eat it with your Christmas dinner. And I'm telling you, I've had a lot of family and friends and my kids' friends would come over and eat. And my left set always goes. I mean, they yeah, there's love no it. leftovers. Nope. No way. There's no, no leftovers none. that bad boy. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that sounds yeah, amazing. And, Me too. and I make a double. Oh, I bet you. Yeah, I think we need a triple in my house. Like, that sounds amazing. <laughs> we we have potato latkes because my father is Jewish. So um, we actually, we tease. Um, I'm a cashew. I'm a Catholic Jew. <laughs> cashew. cashew. So, yeah. <laughs> so we were raised Catholic, well, but we, we always have Hanukkah That's dinner. Funny. And I'm I'm no stranger to a potato, potato latke. I'm telling you, those are amazing. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah. So very yeah. similar to, to this. I love it. Um, yeah. And so how long does the total process take? 
Well, it depends on how many you make. Okay, it's going to be 15 minutes to boil your potatoes and, I don't know, probably 10 minutes to roll them out. And each one takes a couple minutes to cook. So it depends on how many you make. Uh, maybe 25, 35. It might take an hour to do the whole thing. Okay. Yeah. So it's a commitment, but that's okay. That's always fun. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah, well, it's totally worth it, though. Everybody will be so, oh, these potato things are great. <laughs> oh, I can't yeah. wait to try it. It looks like it's so simple that I, even I could do it. So it's a uh, horse oh, husband. Yeah. Even, even really Glenn could do it. Right. Yeah. I'm still in Glenn. This is, you guys got this. You could totally do it. Well, Janelle, thank you so much, and Merry Christmas. We appreciate you helping us out. Happy holidays. Thank you. All right, bye, All Janelle. All right. Hey, I just want to tell you yeah. my – okay, bye-bye. So now, guys, what, wh- Wendy, what do you guys do on Christmas? What, what's the traditional food? Oh, well, you know what? Because I'm Asian, a lot of people think, oh, that you guys must eat Chinese I food every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but my dad actually, um, he was a great cook and he every Christmas used to make this huge rib roast. And so we'd have a rib roast with potatoes and vegetables and all that. And then he married my fabulous stepmother, Jackie, who's Swiss. And we changed our tradition and we started to have Swiss fondue for Christmas. And that is so much fun and so delicious. And it's fun because it's fondue. So it's like a family activity. Well, what about you, Reese, Philip? We do, uh, you know, we do the traditional sort of English dinner, rib roast and Yorkshire pudding. And uh, and then on Christmas Eve, we go to uh, my husband, to Travis's family, and he's got a ton of relatives. So we sort of do the big, big one. And then my family isn't quite as big. So we get we get both of those. So it's a lot of fun. And Philip, yeah, you're, for, for how, what are you my, doing in Canada? Yeah, I have a small... <laughs> Wow. I mean, my, my parents are both uh, English. They're from England. Um, and so we we have a really small family. We have a bunch more family in England. But, um, you know, we just do a, a, a small dinner. Um, just my brother, my, my mom and my dad, we've got together um, recently. Uh, you know, ever since I've been married, we've been uh, going more up north to uh, to my wife's family and also kind of a small turkey dinner and just really quiet and sit around and chat around a few bottles of wine. I, th- I think it's really just about family and really, really lovely. I like it. You know, we, uh, growing up in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, which is the heart of Amish country, uh, you, you, we always had traditional, which was ham. On, uh, mm-hmm. You always had turkey on on Thanksgiving and you had ham on Christmas. So, it, and it was all, you. it was never the partial ham. It was always the like twenty five pounder, the you giant know? ham. No yeah, matter the, how many big, people the were there, daddy. and you know what the problem with that is when you try and cook a ham that size, it takes like two weeks. Um, and <laughs> it takes a freaking long time, and they never put it's a it commitment. in. Yeah, and they never put it. I I can't tell you how many Christmases I remember my dad cutting the ham, and like the middle still ice cold. And no. then you're having to cut slices off, and then the argument starts, and then you put the you put the you cut the ends of the hams off, which were almost the warm, you know, and then yes. you put those back in the oven, and then you had dinner late. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, Glenn! About the yeah. very large ham. It's like, why don't you get a half a ham? Because we're not going to eat the large ham in a month. We're not going to eat all that ham. Yeah. But no, you have to buy the tradition, Glenn. It's tradition. (laughs) (laughs) But it's true. If you've ever tried to cook a ham, it takes freaking forever. (laughs) 
tick, tick, tick. It's very it's dense. True. Yeah, it's, it's true. It yeah. is true, especially with the if you're time. if you're having it with the bone in. Yes. <laughs> Yes, that is so true. Well, we are going to hear a little bit about the charity that we are supporting for this Radiothon. We want you to hear about it. We want you to help out the kids who are in foster care in Ohio. Let's let Jamie tell us about it. We here at the Horse Radio Network wanted to make a difference with the 2017 Radiothon. We want to bring Christmas to kids in foster care. To help us make that possible, we've chosen an agency that helps kids in foster care in Hamilton County, Ohio. The reason we chose this adoption agency is they not only provide children with gifts for Christmas, but they also help throughout the year with the family fund. I have spoken with many agencies and caseworkers in the adoption process that Chad and I are involved in, and when I talked to the people in Hamilton County, I just felt like they were special. They deeply care and are so invested in the children that are in their county. I knew I wanted to help bring Christmas to foster kids, and these were the people to help make it possible. So please, if you want to help make a difference in the lives of children that aren't with a forever family this Christmas, please consider a donation to the Family Fund. Any amount helps. Go to youcaring.com slash holiday radiothon or visit holidayradiothon.com or any of the Horse Radio Network websites. Have a wonderful holiday season and thank you from all of us at the Horse Radio Network. have an update all right we're up to two thousand twenty eight dollars thank you so much for giving and supporting this great charity we appreciate that you know two thousand dollars to this charity they try and give each child at least fifty dollars so we have now helped 40 children in in the matter of this morning so i think we can all be very proud of that and thank you to our most recent people who donated april jacqueline kim amanda and larry we appreciate all of you and we appreciate your support well, how about we give away some prizes, guys? What do you think? Yeah, yes, prize time. All right. So uh, Wendy's going to tell us what they are. All right. Our first prize is one of the most revolutionary girths on the market today. The Shoulder Relief Girth by Total Saddle Fit is worth $150. These are the girths that Reese and Philip use every day. The Shoulder Relief Girth innovative design and position angle the billets to prevent the saddle from interfering with the shoulder and it's made from top grain english saddle leather with soft padded calfskin interior for horse comfort used by top riders around the world for all details on total saddle fits innovative products visit totalsaddlefit.com and let me interrupt you there reese and philip you use these this girth all the time i mean this is we're not just saying that (laughs) every day yeah literally every every day day. Yeah, yeah, we don't. That's not a lie. We use them on every horse, and we've I mean, had. It's, it's, mm-hmm. I think it's the best invention. I can't believe. And... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Philip. Oh, I was just going to say, just you can tell, you know, by the comfort of the horse. The horses are easier to girth, not biting, and all that stuff. You have those problems, and the saddle stays, you know, in in the right place better. So, uh, you know, I haven't changed from from when I got my first one, and now I use. I use them on all the horses. It's perfect. Yeah, I can't believe it's taken this long of all the time we've been riding horses to finally come up with a product like this because it just makes sense that where the skinniest part of their chest is, is back farther than when your saddle is. So I love this girth too. Spoken by a true veterinarian. (laughs) A real veterinarian. veterinarian. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so our second prize 
Every hour, we're giving away a $50 gift card to horselovers.com. Use coupon code radio at checkout and get a free Kodiak easy roll up all purpose fleece blanket on all orders over $49 at horselovers.com. And I can guarantee Reese and Philip have never ordered anything less than $49. <laughs> Ever. At no, 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 it's true. No <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, our- I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to be good at, on Cyber Monday, but it's not working. It's too hard. Just use it's your coupon so code. You're, it's like exactly. making money. You're getting a free blanket. Sleep blanket. I love it. <laughs> okay. Plus, we have um, a dressage performance pack by Kentucky Performance Products worth $175. This amazing package supports a focused attitude, sound joints, and supple muscles, and includes a 75-day supply of joint armor, a 65-day supply of Elevate maintenance powder, which is a natural vitamin E supplement, and three tubes or six doses of trouble-free calming paste. All dressage horses need that yeah. for Sure. Jennifer thought I needed that this morning, actually. Yeah, you did. (laughs) For for more information on all the Kentucky Performance products, visit kppusa.com. That's kppusa.com. Thank you to Kentucky Performance Products. Again, our longest sponsor since we started 10 years ago. Uh, Do you mind if we get some help from one of the listeners to pick the winners, guys? Let's Let's do do it. it. We have Scott on here. Scott's well-known on the morning show because I think this is the same Scott who reads really bad ads for us. Hi, Scott. Yeah, hello. It is indeed the same Scott that reads bad ads. Well, we appreciate (laughs) you calling in. You want to help us pick some winners? Absolutely. All right. So, Wendy, have you sorted? Yes. So you need to pick a number between 1 and 135. Uh, I will go with 117. 117 will be the winner of the shoulder relief curve. 117 is Rick Alvey. Hey, Rick. Congratulations. Rick works, I think Rick works with uh, Arabians. So one of those will work perfectly on those guys. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's terrific. And now we're going to give away the $50 gift card to horse lovers. Another number. Let's go with 38. 38 is Diane Brooks. Diane Brooks, going shopping. Yay! Yay. That is a great prize. And now the Dressage Performance Pack by Kentucky Performance Products. You're going to have one healthy horse when you're done with this. Scott? 70. 70. Nice. 70 is Katie Moulton. Hey, Katie, congratulations. Yay. Good job. Big winners today. And and I want you all to know that the hosts were really pissed. They couldn't enter any of this, especially (laughs) the grand prizes. Yeah, I know. We're like, Phil and I asked, actually. Use another girth. Yeah, Yeah, we we, we asked. We're like, can we participate? Glenn's like, no. 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 And then then Reese was like, well, then we don't want to do our hour. If we don't do our hour, can we win? (laughs) I did not say that. I did not say that. Leverage. Yeah. Yeah, I tried. I tried. But everyone will enjoy and. And, and the lady that won the Kentucky Performance Products, Karen Isberg, she's on our show a lot. And she does such a great job uh, with all your horsey needs. She's super not intimidating to talk to and really helpful. So I think she'll enjoy working with Karen. Well, Scott, thank you so much for helping us out. We really appreciate it. And Merry Christmas. Not a problem. Merry Christmas to you, too. All right. Take care, Scott. Well, there we go. That's our winners for the hour. And don't forget, we have some grand prizes at the end of the day. You can't qualify for these either, guys. Weather Beat a Blanket <laughs> Gift Pack for $500 and your choice of any Wintech saddle, including the Isabel. <laughs>
Make the most of your time together this winter as Wintech saddles can take all of the mud and dirt that you or your horse can throw at them. Wintech saddles were developed with your lifestyle in mind so you can spend less time worrying about oiling your tack and more time together with your horse. Visit Wintech-saddles.com for more information on the range and locate your nearest retailer. Jennifer, my wife, has literally been riding in Wintech saddles for the since they came to the United States in the 1990s. And we were out on a long trail ride yesterday. We took Jemmy along in the cart and she was in her Wintec saddle so uh, you'll love that and you can get the dressage ones too it's your choice of any Wintec saddle that's up to a $1,400 value well Reese and Philip Philip you gotta get to an airplane yeah I gotta get out of here <laughs> I'm getting on a plane now alright well enjoy your time in, in Australia what fun that's on everybody's bucket list yes. truly uh, yeah. you, you have We're a great time I'm just jealous yeah, I don't get too. to go yeah. <laughs> I'm like I'm just jealous I'll take jealous. some photos all right. yeah. I'll take some Please. photos. Yeah, Lots you do that. <laughs> well, thanks, guys. Thank you, Reese. Thank you, Philip. You're welcome, everybody. Happy holidays. Yeah, take care. We'll Happy be, holidays. Yeah. We'll be back next hour. We have Diana coming up, and she is with the Equus Film Festival. And we have a couple of big-time producers coming on who make movies. So we're switching gears, and we're going to Little Hollywood next hour. We'll be right back.